When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Big Dave Podcast. We got good vibes this morning coming right out of northern Kentucky, more specifically the Rector A. Jones Middle School in Florence, because there is a group of teachers, former teachers, current teachers, staff, that call themselves the Jones 30. This past Saturday night, the Jones 30, well, what they've been doing for years finally paid off because they won $1 million in the Powerball drawing. They've been playing the same numbers for many years. Every week, religiously, they pool their money, and it finally paid off this past Saturday night. And it just so happens that one of them is my good friend, Caroline Ramey, who joins us now. Good morning, Caroline. Hey, Big Dave. All right, so you're driving to work this morning. You're a teacher at Jones Middle School there. And you're quite a bit richer. Well, a little bit. A little? Come on now. Y'all won a million dollars. It helps pay the bills. I bet it does. And uh, then some. So there's 30 of you in this pool every week at Jones Middle School in Florence. How much did you put in, Caroline? Um, we probably put about $30 a year in total. It's, so it's okay. not a whole bunch of money. No, no, not at all. I don't even know if we put 30 in a year. So you matched all five numbers except the Powerball, and that's a million-dollar prize. Correct. And it's splitting between 30 current and former teachers there at Jones Middle School. Yes. So what's the payout for you? Uh, we each got about $24,001. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And teachers getting that is wonderful. And that's after taxes. Yes. So that's amazing. So how long have you guys been doing that there at Jones Middle School? I've been there for four years. So I think I was when they kind of got it all coordinated with the keeping it at 30 started four years ago. But they had been doing it randomly for probably 14 years. And there's actually a waiting list of people who want to get into the Jones 30 there at the school. Well, they had they just kind of capped it at 30 and we actually had somebody drop out in December. Oh no. And, yes, and so we had one teacher that took that place, so we call her the lucky charm. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, so Caroline Ramey here from Jones Middle School, one of the Jones 30 that this past Saturday won 1 million dollars in the Powerball drawing. So what did you say again? $24,000 and one cent is what you guys are getting each? Yes. Oh. Well, the lottery is supposed to go to help our education in schools in Kentucky. <laughs> so I, I think it's doing its job. I mean, how excited were you, though, Caroline, when you saw that you guys won? A little bit in disbelief. I think everybody started getting a text on Sunday, and the lady that coordinates it sent out, a tax that said, okay, it's more than the $2 we normally get, <laughs> but it might not be the big one. Go check the numbers. So, you know, we all thought maybe $100, something like that. So 
I was in the middle of a grocery list that ended up taking me about five hours to make out that day. <laughs> a little bit distracted. I couldn't quite focus. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Well, Caroline, you and the rest of the Jones 30, congratulations on your winnings. It couldn't go to more deserving people than our educators. Well, thank you so much. I, I agree. It was it was a nice surprise for us. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. I'm not going to ask you for a loan, Caroline, but the next time we find ourselves at the Saddle Club in Fort Mitchell together, <laughs> you're buying the shots, girl. You know it. Hey, thanks for the good vibes. Congrats, yeah. ladies. All right. Thanks so much. B. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. And with that, it is time for the Sweet and Spicy Truth Game. Even in the theme of that movie, uh, everybody's going to answer this question. If there was one day in your life you had to live over and over again, which one would you like it to be? Statman, you go. All right. I'm going to sound totally corny on this, but I would oh, re- no. I know. I would relive my wedding day. Oh, I, knew I it. know it's corny. I, 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 I'm At least so you would say the birth of your child or something. Wait a minute. We, not, we were not, both there, Grover. You does, were. That mean, does that mean we've got to relive it too? Well, in his life, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not yeah. us. No, I'll get you. Go, go ahead, though. Go no, ahead. None of the 17 years after that day, I'm saying. <laughs> That day was awesome. I mean, it was a great party. All my family was there. We did our little German dances and raised our steins up high. And, well, it ended on a it high ended, note. I was saying, the night ended with a bang, right? <laughs> yeah, it did. So, my wedding day, uh, November 4th, 2008. That's yours. <laughs> that would be it. Yeah. See, okay. honey, I remembered. All right. Well, I totally had to look it up. I didn't want to go with anything for one of my kids because it's like, I, that'll be like, why didn't you pick me? So, I'm going to go all the way back to my first radio job, my little AM country station in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, the first big cool thing I got to do was go to Fanfare, is which is now CMA Country Music Fest. But I had passes to that. And I was like, this is my first, ooh, I'm behind the scenes kind of thing. And it just so happened at that time is when all of those guys were hitting. Garth Brooks was just starting out. Travis Tritt. Clint Black, Alan Jackson, I saw them all. Oh, cool. Right, and they were babies. Of course, I was a baby. <laughs> but the coolest thing was, I remember going to the MCA Records new music stage and watching, here's this new young lady named Trisha Yearwood, and they brought her out, and she's saying she's in love with the boy. And, and you I were was the just, boy. It was a, well, no, it was a brand new song. And I'm just like, I think back on that day all the time, and I'm like, you know, we get a little jaded in our years. But you were the there at the beginning of one of the biggest moments in our format's history. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I ever got to do anything like that. And I saw Marie Osmond get out of a limousine and I almost fainted because I was just like, oh, my God, I watched her growing up on the Donnie and Marie show. So did you try to use your backstage pass to get a chick's number? No. No? No, I was too in awe of just everybody else there. I mean, just seeing those people and thinking back to, like Grover said, I was there when it all started for those guys, and it was my first thing. I'll tell you, though, on a a totally separate note, someone needs to tell Marie Osmond, enough with the plastic surgery. Yeah. Seriously, she's starting to really not look right. Pump the brakes. Maybe she's in that chair over and over. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a sickness, quite honestly. It is. People get addicted to it. Uh, Grover, so his day was walking around like Flavor Flav with a backstage pass around his neck. What was your best day? Uh, You know, I was going to say the first time I saw Rush, 
in high school. <laughs> I knew it was going to be it was, But I was related. 15, and I'm going to want to do things after the concert that I wasn't doing at 15. <laughs> oh. Yeah, what did you do after that concert? Yeah. I got in the car with my buddy whose dad drove us to the show and went home and went to school the next day. Exactly. So I'm not. So I'm going to pick a Rush show from like 2000, 2001, when I'm 32, and I'm still right. young, and... And I get to see Rush. Yeah. You know, if it's your favorite band, the the excitement mm -hmm. you get the day of the show, it's just unsurpassed emotion, really. It's just, it's palpable. And I love that feeling. It's like a drug. Uh, but I want to be old enough to still go out after the show and get into some shenanigans. So Yeah. I mean, have you know your your friend's dad picking you up right now would mean you were too drunk to get home on your own. Well, I I don't know who would drive better, me at drunk or <laughs> my friend's dad would probably be eighty something. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would never drive drunk. Yeah. A joke. It's a joke. And that's your uh, sweet and spicy Groundhog Day edition. It's more of the Big Dave podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. Of course, that's Bill Murray uh, and his character Phil Connors from the classic movie Groundhog Day. And uh, I always find it fascinating. It's, it's a great movie, but, uh, you know, you relive the same day over and over and over again. And they never really say in the movie how long was he doing this. Yeah, how many days did or, he or live? Or years. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they did, before he passed away, they uh, asked the uh, co-writer and director of the film, Harold Ramis, about that. And he said, in his mind, Phil Connors was stuck in that time loop for anywhere between 30 and 40 years. Oh, wow. So it went on and on. Now, you go a few years ago, a group of uh, the film's enthusiasts, they all gathered together and analyzed the film and looked at different things and said, we believe that Phil Connors was stuck on Groundhog Day for 33 years and 350 days. They figured it out to the that, day. That's what they got. So that would have been, he relived okay. the same day 12,395 times. Amazing. So I love it. It's such that a fun movie. Cool. But Groundhog Day is a lot of fun. And later this morning, mm -hmm. I guess, Punxsutawney Phil, Gobbler's Knob at Punxsutawney, uh, Pennsylvania, will be giving his weather prognostication. Yeah, around 7.30-ish, they're saying. But oh. actually, Punxsutawney Phil has only been right 30 39% of the time. Okay. He might not be the best to do the prognosticating. But there's others around here that you can turn to as well. That's right. Ohio has Buckeye Chuck. He'll predict around 740. Indiana has Hope the Groundhog, which is the successor to Grubby. And he <laughs> predicts at 830. And Kentucky has already predicted. Oh, what do we use? They Kentucky. have the Wooly Worm. Oh. And uh, it's based off of the Wooly Worm Festival that happened last fall, which analyzes the red or the rust color on a Wooly Worm band. And last fall, it predicted a milder winter. Okay. Which we're kind of experiencing. Well, we had a pretty brutal one for a while, but now for the next, you know, they're saying all the way through Valentine's Day, we're going to have well above average temps here in the tri-state. So, boom, there we go. Trust the woolly worm. All right, but we'll see what the big guy, <laughs> Punxsutawney Phil, has to say a little more than an hour from now. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, and this afternoon with the uh, Jesse and Anna Show, you have a chance to win $2,000 playing The Five at 525. Yeah. Two grand, Jesse Tack. What in the world is going on here? I'm glad it's not my money, Dave. <laughs> well, whose is it then? Uh, I, someone in a bigger office than mine. <laughs> it's Grover. Uh, Grover's money. It's, Gro it's Grover's money. <laughs> And uh, it makes it fun to give away. But yes, Dave, uh, 
$2,000. This is the second highest jackpot in the history of the 5 of 525. All right, so if you don't know, you got to answer five country music questions, and you get them all right, you win the $2,000. Every day that someone doesn't get it, you add another 10 to the pot there. That's right, which means we've been playing this contest forever. <laughs> uh, I did the math, Dave. We started this current set of questions five months before Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey met. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's uh, BT before trailer. Big time. BT, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Back in April 7th of 2023, we started. So you're stuck on question number five. And uh, would you care to read it to us right now? I will read it to you. The question is, uh, just like me, Jesse, this country music singer thinks it's funny how much they enjoy cutting their grass. Who is it? All right. And you've had so many different I, guesses. Come on. He outed himself yesterday. Darius Rucker. He got busted with um, grass in his car. <laughs> uh, we've, had, we've had a lot. Um, we've had a lot of guesses. And I got to say, the, the thing about the 5 and 525 there can technically be more than one correct answer in real life, but there can only be one correct answer for our question. So we've had people say things like, I'll give you a hint here, or I'll give you a clue. Dan Smyers of Dan and Shea. And they say, oh, he loves cutting his grass. Well, he does, but he's not the one we're looking for. Okay. What about George Jones? He's got a DUI on a, on a lawnmower <laughs> once. Um, you know, I'll go ahead and say it's not George Jones. Oh, shucks. It's gotten to the point where I'm starting to get uh, Facebook messages, and we got one from our uh, our Uber driver, Dustin Peters, and he, he was like, I know who it is. I know who it is. And I'm <laughs> like, all right, well, I can't tell you, and I don't know who it is either, and I'd prefer to have plausible deniability if they won. Yeah, that's right. You know what's so funny about this is people, we do hear people say that a lot, and uh, it doesn't usually pan out. It's usually they guess the person that's been guessed seven times already. Uh. But, but every now and then somebody will say that and we brush them off and then they get to the question and they get it right and they win all of the money. Boom. All right. And am I to understand sure. there's even a Facebook group that has started with people talking about the answer to number five question on the five at 525. Uh, yes, Dave, there is. It's a private Facebook group uh, I'm aware of. One of our loyal listeners. I don't know if Whitney started it, but there's a girl named Whitney Montag. The whole Montag family loves B105. <laughs> we love them. Okay. And uh, I, there might be just shy of 100 members in this Facebook group at this point. Woof. All right. Well, uh, tune in this afternoon. It's a chance to win $2,000 if you know the answer to, well, of course, questions one through four and number five in the five. Hey, 525. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. And good luck out there, everybody. It's uh, 714. Grab a traffic check. Denise Johnson, hey. The interstates look good for you this morning. You do have a couple of road closures due to accidents, though. You have eastbound Westwood Ave is closed between Van Hart and Keebler due to an accident. And you have a utility pole down in the area there. You also have a fatal accident that has Hutchinson Glen Drive at Philview Circle. Now, that is closed in that area. You can use Ebenezer uh, to get around so you can avoid those delays this morning. Metro now is extending coverage in hours in 2024. Go Metro. We're riding is below. Leaving. I'm Denise Johnson. That's your traffic. Thank you, Denise. Uh, mostly cloudy 48 today, down to 28 tonight, and lots of sunshine and above average temps this weekend.
weekend. Get that car washed, y'all. Come on, sunshine. and More of the Big Dave Podcast. 105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. All right. In the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning, we welcome Aaron. And uh, Aaron's got a problem with his wife, and it's one that might just knock your socks off or at least your shoes. What's going on here, Aaron? So my wife's kind of a, how do I put it? She, she's an interior designer without a degree, if I can, if I can say that. <laughs> so she's been, she's been messing around with the house, new carpet for the home. As a result, she's, she wants us to go shoeless. All right, because of the new carpet. Yeah, she, she doesn't want she doesn't want anybody to track mud. But she she even got a shoe rack. So I can kind of see where she's coming from. She wants to uh, maintain the integrity and the the newness of the carpet for as long as possible. So, what what's your deal with this? I honestly think it's a little silly. You know, we've I I don't think we need to be a shoeless house for a number of reasons. You know, one sometimes I just rush in to get something I forgot. You know, do I have to put my shoes on just to go back into the house for a second? Well, Aaron, what what do you do for a living? Are you wearing muddy work boots that you don't take off and come traipsing around in the house in? Well, I'm an accountant. Like, I'm not around mud. I don't, I work in an office. You're a pencil pusher. I'm, I'm a pencil pusher. We're all, none of us are in, like, the sports or nothing. Like, we're a pretty tidy family. So did you disobey her new rule and a big argument happened? What's going on here? I mean, my feet get cold and I like to wear my shoes around the house. Like socks don't do it for me. So, But were you busted wearing your shoes in the house? I mean, how did this argument start? Well, I was on my way to work. I, I tried to run back in. She's at the doorway holding her arm out. She's like, nah, take them off. So I was like, babe, let me in. It'll only be a second. And she, she literally made me untie my shoes. Go in the house. I had to retie my shoes. I was late to work. My boss gave me an earful. All that could have been avoided if we just kept the shoes on policy. This is just my point. You know, eventually I know she'll let up and she'll be wearing her own shoes in the house. Now, do you guys have any pets? Yeah, we actually got two dogs. Do they have to take their shoes off when they come in the house too? Or does... <laughs> That's it. Well, no, they, she put a little doggy, you know, a little what you call like a doggy thing to rub their paws on before they get into the house, but they don't know how to do that. They don't, dogs don't wipe off their feet before they come in because they're the ones that are actually tracking the mud. They're the one playing in it. Ah, but they get a free pass. All right, let's go to the jury here. It's just me and Statman today. Statman, where are you at on this? I think you kind of hit on it yourself there where it's just temporary. Like, for now, like, eventually, you know, once you guys wear in the carpet a little bit, it'll be back to open shoe season. But I'm one where try to make it last as long as you can. So, although I think it's silly with the dogs and everything, I'm going to be on your wife's side here. It's just temporary, though. Oh, just geez. remember that. So, I'm on team wife. Oh, man, this is a tough one because I remember when I got my uh, new uh, truck back in 2016, and just like a lot of people that get a new vehicle, you're like, nobody's eating in here, kids. No eating in here. And you have that big rule. No drinks. Come on, let's be careful. I don't want to spill anything in here. And then that lasts until that one day when you yourself are driving past a restaurant. And you're like, mm, I need something to eat. And you go through the drive-thru and you're the one that's eating food and drinking in the new truck. So you broke the rule first there. So I think if you just wait her out, she's going to eventually 
wear shoes in the house and you can catch her and go, oh, I guess this is all right now. And then you can move on. So I guess I'm kind of siding with your wife here, but I'm just telling you to wait it out. Weather the storm. It's like that old Darius Rucker song. It won't be like this for long. Just hang on, okay? Okay. But let's see what our jury thinks at 749-B105 and through the B105 app. Are you siding with the I want to wear shoes in the house, Aaron, or the no shoes, take them off, wife? Let's see. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Right last night, this morning on B105, uh, we heard from uh, Aaron, whose wife uh, is not letting him wear shoes in the house right now because they just got new carpet. She doesn't want to get them dirty. And uh, he had to run back into the house one morning before work, and uh, he forgot something, and she made him take off his shoes, go through all this stuff, and he ended up being late for work. It's crazy. So we did side, though, kind of with his wife on this, but told him to just kind of weather the storm. Yeah, don't blame your wife for your own laziness. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Ashley's out today, so let's rely heavily on our B105 jury. Paula from Erlanger says she has a solution. What's that? Well, I don't have that rule, but my daughter has that rule. But for people going to her house that actually don't want to take off their shoes because it's too much hassle or they're only going to be in there for like five, ten minutes like me, she keeps a box of those like hospital booties <laughs> by the door. Yes. And put over their shoes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like the guys that come to work on your furnace or something and come to your house, they always put on the booties. That make people do that. Yes. It's genius. Yeah, great idea, Paula. Thank you. Thank you. And Sam from Hamilton is here with us now. Are you on Team Aaron or Team Wife? Team Wife all the way, and I'll tell you why. Because Aaron lacks all accountability. One, he said that his feet get cold. Well, Aaron, you're an accountant. You've got the money. Go get some slippers that you only wear in the house. And two, because he blamed her for being late when he forgot something and had to go back in. You can't blame other people and then be mad when you lose the argument. Preach! Amen, sister! All right. Cincinnati, Andrea, which side are you on here? I'm on the wife's side. I grew up with a stepmother who did the same thing got new carpet uh, put a doggy door up so the dogs had to stay in the kitchen of course when my parents were at home we would sneak back and grab something real quick if we needed to but now here we are about 15 years later and the carpet still looks brand new at my dad's house so there you go totally side with the wife all right roxanne from bridgetown uh which side of the carpet are you on here I'm going to say Team Brian because if he's an accountant, he don't have any mud on his shoes. But if he was in construction, that would be a different story. But has she ever heard of Zero Res? Zero Res. Spell it backwards or forwards. (laughs) It's the right way to clean. See, Ashley, who's not here today, is still here in spirit. Thank you for the call. All right, thanks. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. Yes, it is Groundhog Day. And uh, that was from the classic movie with Bill Murray as weatherman Phil Connors, who was reliving the same day over and over again. And uh, we did a little digging and found out that the uh, late co-writer and director of that movie, Harold Ramis, he always thought that Phil Connors was stuck in the same day in a time loop for 30 to 40 years. All right. And then a group of uh, people that are, are big fans of the movie calculated a little later that they they said he was stuck for 33 years and 350 days or 12,395 days total. So that's what they say. But we've got somebody that might shed new light on this for us here from Versailles, Indiana. Amy is with us. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. I took a class in college. It was a psychology class. And 
we had to, like, one of our assignments was to figure out how many days we thought he was stuck in that movie. And so we had to analyze, like, when he learned to play the piano, how long that would take, like, break down the movie and see about how long we thought he was in that. And my group and I came up with about 25 to 30 years. Oh, wow. And so it's interesting that we were actually kind of close. And so that was like, I don't know, probably 20 years ago. And <laughs> like I said, 2011 is when I graduated college. So kind of cool that you shared that because I never knew that they actually came up with a number. So yeah, it was just kind of interesting that we were actually somewhat close because I didn't think there was any good way to figure that out. <laughs> well, I, I, I like the way you went towards, uh, you know, he, he started taking piano lessons. And then the next thing you know, he's just slamming the piano. And then also did yeah. he do like, uh, he was like a really good ice carver with a chainsaw and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And all like all those talents, we had to figure out like about how long it would take to learn that. And then like add those days together and then how long it would take to learn the next thing and to figure out everybody's routines and because he saved the little boy that fell out of the tree and then my favorite line is you have never thanked me <laughs> and you know all those yeah. you know things that he learned and how long it would take like the human brain to learn that stuff so it kind of ruined the movie because now i think of it and um, psychology terms, but it's also still a great movie. <laughs> hey, how many times did you have to watch the movie to come up with all your uh, numbers? Oh, probably at least five to ten times in that time, but I've probably seen the movie I'd say at least 50, 60 times I've seen it. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing this morning, Amy. It's really fun. Thank you. You guys have a great day. It is uh, 8.32, and by the way, in case you're wondering, Punxsutawney Phil uh, says early spring for us, and so does Buckeye Chuck. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105. And this morning, we have got Mike from Cincinnati. He is a handyman, a father of three grown kids, and he says he's about to become a granddaddy here in a couple of weeks. Way to go, buddy. Congratulations on that. Thank you. All righty. Let's have that dad joke, or in this case, the granddad joke. Did you hear about the kids that got hurt playing peekaboo this weekend? No, no, we did not hear about the kids that got hurt playing peekaboo this weekend. They had to go to ICU. <laughs> <laughs> you want to save that one for the grandkids there, Mike, okay? Yeah, thank you. Hey, congratulations on the baby. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Thank you. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Time to welcome in our newest member of the B105 Country Club, and it is Mike Tilton from Middletown, Ohio. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Well, not as good as you because, man, you just got a spiffy brand new B105 jersey to wear. You know, it's what everybody gets when they join the country club. Heck yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, and we got a lot of history together. First of all, you served in the Army for 21 years, and I want to say thank you for your service, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. And when you were in the service, we did a little shout-out to you on B105, didn't we? Yeah, man. Uh, Statman, you helped my wife, uh, Emily, back in 2009, wish me a 30th birthday uh, when I was in Iraq. Oh, wow. Yeah. You go on to mention uh, you have the most amazing smoking hot wife. Why don't you tell us a little bit about her? Yeah, man. I've got I've got three amazing kids now. You know, Isabel, Greasy, and Adam, and my smoking hot wife, Emily. <laughs> um, she, she's a school teacher out in Edgewood in Trenton, the third grade school teacher. That's great. 
Man, what a yeah. what a great group you have there. Military, teacher. I mean, you're just all about what we love at B105. Hey, man. That's what we do, man. It's good stuff. Hey, some guys in the Army have the best stories. Can you share one with uh, with us about your time in? I mean, I can share plenty of stories, man, but uh, I don't know if they're good for the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got any radio safe ones? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're good for the air. But, you know, I've had you guys on in multiple countries over the years, Iraq, Afghanistan, Cuba, uh, you name it. I've probably had you guys on at one point in time. So. And, you know, I got to tell you, Mike, it's just amazing when you say something like that because we sit here and we think, oh, here we are looking out our little window here at people driving by in Cincinnati and to think that somebody over in Iran, Iraq, places like that are listening to us right now it can blow your mind if you really think about it. Yes, sir. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, we barely get out of our recliner, let alone the country. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Just, it just puts a whole new spin on what we do here, man. Well, I tell you, Mike, welcome to the B105 Country Club. I don't think we could find a better person for it. In fact, we might make you an officer at some point. Oh, <laughs> let's do it, brother. Cool. Well, one last thing to do, and that's we're going to play a song of your choice on B105. What would you like to hear today? How about we do a little uh, third rock from the sun, Joe Diffie. Oh, that's a good one. All right. It's for Mike Tilton, our brand new B105 Country Club member. Welcome aboard, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for checking out the Big Day Podcast, B105.com.